If you've been following along and have never joined a design bootcamp, I'm going to encourage you to sign up. It's five hours of workshops and we have live versions going on often so you can come and ask questions. Go to www.designsuitecourses.com slash designbootcamp. If you have been struggling to get sales from your design work or understanding what you really need to do to make money, I have the workshop for you. On September 23rd, I'm hosting my first ever profitable designer workshop. This one day, three hour workshop is only $97, but I have a discount for all my podcast listeners. Go to KarinaGardnerCourses.com slash profit and put in the code podcast for $50 off. I can't wait to see you more profitable. Welcome to the Make and Design Podcast. I'm your host, Karina Gardner. On this podcast, we're unraveling the everyday joys and dilemmas of design, making, and business. For makers who want to be designers and for designers who are makers, this is your inside scoop to help you grow your business and bring more creativity to your life. Hey guys, today I am with Annette Walter. Annette, I actually get to call one of my very good friends. She was in a mastermind we were in together. She is the most brilliant business person. I'm so excited that she said yes to come on today. This is going to be different for you guys. You guys are used to me talking about creativity and creative blocks and the ways that you can become better as a designer. Today, we're going to talk about everything related to business, the owning of a new business the design part's the easy part. The business part, well, that's something different. And so, Annette, I'm going to let you tell everyone a little bit about yourself, and um, and then we're going to dig right in. Wow, Karina, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you and your beautiful, wonderful, talented audience. They are incredible. So I'll go ahead. They are. They're an amazing I mean, I just love hearing all about them and just all of the amazing things they're doing. And kudos to you on everything you have created and and your business. It's huge. So thank you for having me. Uh, My name is Annette Walter, and I don't even know what title to give myself because I do a lot of things. which I guess is just the way I roll. So professionally, I grew up in banking and then started a full-service residential real estate firm in 2008. Grew that uh, to $20 million plus, 300 people, 17 locations, and sold that uh, to a big real estate firm. Um, eventually, it was brought by Berkshire Hathaway. And today, I own two companies. One I acquired in 2013, Uh, That's called Timber Industries. We are the uh, largest 100% woman-owned pallet distribution companies. We're very proud of that. And then my other company is actually a business growth operational strategy coaching company. And that one really happened organically on the sidelines. So it's interesting. And I can't wait to talk to your audience. Ask me anything and everything um, you know, just from service-based to commodity-based to to different types of, they're different types of companies altogether. So I can talk on anything that would be helpful to your audience today. And you guys, I remember sitting down with Annette. I was sitting, um, we were sitting on a corner together at a dinner um, at a mastermind retreat. And legitimately, she starts telling me this story about, like, she just barely, like, gave you the service, you guys. <laughs> But she starts telling me what she does. And I'm like, my mind is blown. Like, I'm just like, this woman is running a 
like a pallet business, like a timber business, basically in the middle of a man world. And like, I have lots of women here listening to this. You guys, Annette is breaking down barriers and it is amazing. Then she owns the side, like she's called it side, (laughs) but consulting business where she is really helping business owners figure out how to I don't even know, like all the things like build teams, build your business up, get good at what you actually do and thinking like an, a CEO because Annette is like the ultimate CEO. So I thought one of the things we could talk about today, Annette, is, um, you know, I have lots of brand new design business owners okay. here. What are some like tips, things that would help them as they're getting started in business? Absolutely. And and that's a really good question. And, you know, I want them to first feel really seen and I want them to realize that they're doing a really good job and they're not alone. And And not alone as a designer, but this happens with every single expert and practitioner in their space. So think about a carpenter who becomes a business owner. Think about a dentist that becomes a business owner. We automatically think that when we have this amazing talent, that the next hat to put on or the next phase of that growth is to become a business owner. And what we quickly, somewhat painfully, identify with is like, oh my goodness, this is a completely different like world here, a completely different skill set. And that's why it's so amazing that you've created this community for this niche. So they have each other, they have outlets, they have resources, they have networks because those are so powerful. So oftentimes when you are in that stage of going from expert practitioner to business owner, you become somewhat removed from what you love to do daily, the actual work with your hands. And what I like to do is really um, start with self-awareness. And once you really know more about yourself innately, how you're wired and how you're wired as a person, where you live, how you think, uh, the highest and best use of your time, you can quickly whatever that means to you, whatever speed that means to you, you can quickly start to build around your strengths so that you can get back to what you really love to do. And that's, you know, the practitioner piece of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, well, I love that you're talking about becoming an expert in something, which is what a designer is really doing. And then becoming that expert in the business part, that those are two separate things. And very often we don't talk about that. But it's it's a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. It's a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing you've done so incredibly well is you have built a team very quickly. And I remember, if it's okay to speak kind of openly, I remember you being pulled away. You know, I remember you had a week where you're like, I just haven't been able to design this week. And I feel so different. It's great. It's stimulating. I'm in meetings. I'm growing a team. This is fun. But you, you felt that kind of uh, lack of that in your schedule. So, you know, what you've done so well, Karina, is you've built a team really quickly. I use a tool and there's a million tools out there. There's a million different types of things. I use a, a, in fact, they can get it as a free tool out there. It's the core values index. We can drop it in the link or they can get it through, through me, but it really is a tool that helps you see 
how you're wired and where you need help. You don't have to be an expert uh, chief financial officer and chief operating officer or an expert in QuickBooks or an expert in bookkeeping. But if you know that that's not your true area of expertise, finding and vetting that person that you can confide in and trust on your team to help you with these plug and play rules and sorry, plug and play roles will really get you back to that design and what you love to do. Can we talk a little more? I've heard you talk about this all the time. Um, the core values index. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit more about that? I think I think designers would be really intrigued by this. Okay, great. So so basically, it um, it's a ten minute assessment, and apparently, I haven't really measured this, but if you take it when you're fourteen and you take it when you're seventy five, the results do not change change significantly. I My life has not been long enough to really test that fact. Um, I did have someone who took it, uh, I'd say about nine years ago, and the results were identical because it measures innately who you are, who you are as a person, who you are as um, a brother or a sister or a spouse or a friend or someone, you know, shopping in the grocery store hungry after, you know, a really busy day, right? So it, it really tells you innately who you are. And basically, there are four different quadrants of where you check in, whether you are an emotional person, someone that feels that emotion first and goes to that as your first response, giddiness, excitement, joy, curiosity, wonder, anxiety, doubt, fear, all of that emotion, right? Then there is the builder box, and this is the person that is the worker bee, doer, get it done, very pragmatic, put it on the list, check it off the list. A doer, 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 okay? Challenges with them are delegating and letting go of things because they'd rather just do it themselves and get it done. Then there's the banker box, which is your A plus B equals C, black and white. They do not see gray. They do not have a lot of emotion. They are very great at building process and high, high, high attention to detail. Um, I always give the example that la my last name is Walter. If you put an S on the la my last name, that, that would drive like a high banker, like nuts. And then there's the innovator box, the visionary. This is the person that can see, you know, the company built at the end of the pathway, okay? This is the person that is just wired to ask the right questions to move things forward, very cognitive, problem-solving. So when you know that you live in one space, then you can build around where you don't live and you can't see what you don't see. We're not going to get what we don't get. And that's okay. We don't have to know everything, right? Because we're all wired differently. And that's the beauty around team building and leading with your passion. You know, your audience has figured out the hardest part. They figured out what they love to do. That's awesome. That's the hardest part for so many people, right? Now, this building, the business, if you really go about it in a creative type of way, which it is highly creative, and that's the fun part. So, you know, that it can really just, um, you know, spark something, I hope, for somebody in the audience out there. Hi. Oh my gosh. If you were on YouTube with me, you guys, you know, I was sitting there writing notes on what I was saying. 
I just like, seriously, I get so much out of what she has to say. This whole core values index, I think is really fascinating because I think it will help you identify your own strengths and weaknesses when you are building a team. Now, I think the words building a team, I suspect for many of you listening, sounds scary. But Annette, does building a team need to be scary? Like, let's talk about what, what does that really look like? No, it's not scary. And you know what? I, um... It's interesting because with my two companies, I Evolve and Timber Industries, you know, Timber Industries is a commodity-based business, and I have a national team. Uh, and I Evolve is a service-based business, meaning me trading my time for money. Okay, I'm going to Rich Dad Poor Dad here. It's a great book if anybody wants to read it. But um, me trading my time for money, and it's only me. I'm a solo practitioner or I was originally, you know, rewind, I'd say about two years ago. So I, I identify with exactly that feeling of how, why am I doing all of this on my own? And I actually did all of it on my own for way too long. Now that you have somebody, and it's scary when you are building a team, it's that first hire. And the questions that go through your mind is, you know, how will I afford it? What will this look like? Will they have enough to do? What will they do? What will I do when they come in if they're doing everything I do? But once you really get past that fear, everything that you are waiting for is on the other side and you step into things that you would have never even expected or never even thought about. But when we're too much in our head, it's hard to get there. So really, and that's why, Karina, you you have taken such action, something I admire so much about you is that you really take that action. And I mean, I just like want to tear up, like thinking about how proud I am of you and watching you build your team for this amazing audience. Like you care so much about your external client, your audience right here, but also your internal client. And that is your team. It's gold. It's true. It, and you feel like you are as a CEO or the main designer or whatever you want to call it. I some, I really think of myself as the creative director. Mm-hmm. And I really, you are serving two audiences. It's now your team to see what they can do to help you and you can help them do. And then, of course, all of you guys who are listening, you guys are the people I adore and love and love having, you know, if you're in design suite, we're having meetings and hanging out together. Or if you're coming to a boot camp, we're talking there. So what I really love about what Annette's saying is that, first of all, it's okay to be a solopreneur for a certain amount of time. Um, As you grow as a designer, you're going to need a little bit of help. And we actually, it's so funny because we are talking about VAs, virtual Mm -hmm. assistants in our next virtual conference for design suite. And I know you have a VA, right? Yes. I actually just hired her full time. I did, which was, I mean, that was, you know, you saw me go through that. Like, do I do this or not? Do I do this or not? Right. And I, I, I've been a business owner for a long time. You think I wouldn't feel like that anymore, but I do with every single, every single move. So, so yes, I started off with a virtual assistant at iEvolve Consulting, and I also started off with um, some plug and plays. And I think that that I, it's a simplified term. It's not the best term, but I think it really illustrates, you know, some some a way to break down these huge things that are in our head, right? So let's say, for example, that you need um, social media help. Well, social media help can consist of 
a video person. It can consist of a um, tactical, someone who's posting. It can, it can be broken down into multiple parts. Maybe it's somebody who really specializes in engagement and following and commenting. So you don't have to have this magic wand for all of these hires or these big fat salaries for all of these hires. But if you find, and sometimes these people are right in front of you and they just are like, oh, I could do that for you. Or I really like to do that. I could do that. I have this great client. She owns a um, educational tutoring company. She does uh, uh, Orton Gillingham, dyslexia, executive function. And she literally saw the talent that was in front of her and she just would put it out to the universe. I need help with this. I don't like doing this as the owner. I don't like doing this. It's taking me away from what I love to do. And then she'd like say, do you want to do this? And we'd use the CVI to see if that person was wired for that because you never want to make somebody do something that they don't enjoy doing because that's when you fail. And voila, now she's looking at expanding in Florida because she's built this leadership team to help her rise above. Florida was never on her radar. And now she's like, I'm at a point in my life where, you know, I don't, I, I want to be in the warm weather. Let's go. What can we do down here? I love that so much. And the thing that really struck me, if you guys are listening, the thing that she said was that get rid of the things you don't like. Like that's the first thing to go. Like you should be, and you guys are designers. What's the thing you like? You like designing guys. We like designing. And you heard her say earlier, I was trying to figure out ways to like bring more design into my life. And that's actually why I started building a team was because I said, I need more design time. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those instructors online that doesn't practice what I preach. I'm a designer through and through. That is one of my core things that I like doing mm-hmm. and I make money from. Mm-hmm. And um, it was really like the moment I had the aha, like I got to give away all this stuff that I don't have time for mm-hmm. because I need to design more. That's when I had an aha, you guys. So I hope you're listening carefully because she is throwing some gold at you. Well, and a simple task, I want your audience to have a takeaway. So, and I can, I I have a a form that's like a simple thing, but literally if they took a legal pad and they made a T-chart, right? And so a line across the top and then a line down the middle of the page and wrote what I love doing. Okay. And this is you as the designer, the owner of your business, what I love doing and what I do not enjoy doing at all. Okay then you simply can just make another list, quite frankly, and say what what I am doing, like how you're spending your day and what's not getting done, right? So if all of those things that aren't getting done is the design and that's your income producing things, you need to really I, I you know, go through that. So make a T-chart of what you love to do, what you don't like to do, and star those things that really are your joy and your income producing things and you'll you'll immediately just it, stuff will start to glare at you and stuff will really just be right in your face of like, OK, I'm going to start with this piece. If I just start with this one little thing and find someone to help me with this one little thing. There you go. There you go. And then they'll, they'll yeah, ask that, you more. Uh, so, yeah, so amazing. OK, Annette, I think there are going to be some women here who want to know what you do. Can we, first of all, let's give the name of your podcast and we'll link it up in the description, but also where are some other places people can find you? Oh, I appreciate that. So I have a podcast that is called the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. I drop an interview 
with an entrepreneur weekly on Tuesdays and then a business express tip, uh, which is a business tip of five minutes or less on Fridays. And we've had amazing guests like Kara Golden of Hint Water. We've had um, Modern Pop. She's a she's a fun like you know frozen pop um, organic company. Um, lots of different people globally across. So you you just it's a great thing to listen to. So I appreciate that on Instagram. I'm at I Evolve Daily because this is all about your personal evolution. So it's about you growing daily. And when you grow and you grow your people your business grows. And it's really, you know, just keep it, keep it as simple and, and, and fun as possible. Yeah. A hundred percent. Kate, guys, check out the description. I'm going to give you guys the links to all of that. So you can go check Annette out. Annette, thank you so much for coming on today. I have loved having you here and I see Annette, you guys like seriously every day (laughs) on, on, well, I'll tell you on Marco Polo, because that's where we're at. And it is, it is so fun because I get a little sneak peek into her daily life as a business owner, as a CEO, as someone who's building teams. And she's, we've, I mean, in the 20 minutes we've talked, it is this tiny little piece of what she really does, which is so incredibly brilliant. Thank you again, Annette, for being here and uh, talking to you Absolutely. Congratulations to you. Thank you for having me. And congratulations to everyone in your audience. They really are amazing. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.